you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. So yesterday during News Brief, we discussed that both QT Marshall and John Moxley from AEW had to pull out of last night's dynamite due to possible exposure to COVID-19. Well, later that afternoon, news broke from Sean Ross Sapp and Ryan Satin that WWE had apparently been hit with a lot of positive COVID tests. Larson, I think the Sean Ross Sapp tweet didn't start off with just, this is so bad or something like that. In the course of all this, yeah, he tweeted, (laughs) oh, this is bad. So uh, Ryan Satin reported that, quote, multiple people, multiple people in WWE who have been at the Performance Center tested positive for COVID-19 this week, including in-ring talent. While it's unclear when they were tested exactly or how many of them were wrestlers, sources tell us that at least three people who had been at the Performance Center in Orlando received positive tests this week. And of course, following that, a bunch of news from a ver- various uh, outlets and, uh, and, uh, and reporters broke. Uh, Tom Callahue, uh reported or tweeted shortly after that, quote, I've been told almost everyone who worked the tapings last week were already at the Performance Center when they received their test results for COVID-19. With this in mind, once the WWE received the first positive result, I am stunned they didn't shut down the taping. Uh, P.W. Snyder has a really extensive uh, 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 report uh, saying, quote, on Monday, WB began emailing talents and staff advising them that there had been a new COVID positive test result Advise them to, again, get tested for COVID-19. We are told that not all talents were contacted at the same time. We have since heard there have been multiple positives coming out of the new round of tests. Uh, PW Insider uh, says the number could be as high as two dozen uh, who tested positive, although they couldn't confirm the accuracy of that number, but did note that multiple people did test positive across multiple divisions of the company, including talent, production, and WWE staff. Yeah, I don't know if you... I didn't look through uh, your notes. Okay, yeah, so you do mention later on... Uh, I'll just mention it here really quick. Uh, both Adam Pierce and Caleb Braxton tweeted that they had tested positive. Um, in addition, of course, to Renee Young. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, PW Insider adds that these positive tests will likely lead to some rewrites for this week's SmackDown. And that the friends and families who had been present for the last couple rounds of tapings will not be invited back. Uh, This is some editorializing on my part, Larson. That was a terrible idea anyway. Yes, it was. So Post Wrestling is reporting that talent and crew were informed on Tuesday night that they would have to arrive early this week as testing will be conducted prior to the tapings taking place Friday and Saturday. Mind-bogglingly, this is, again, editorializing, they're still going forward with tapings. Uh, continuing on with post wrestling's quote, a second person we spoke with noted they were tested today, Wednesday. So yesterday, uh, with testing taking place on Thursday today as well. Post wrestling also mentioned that quote, multiple sources noted that the new schedule will see double tapings of SmackDown and raw on both Friday and Saturday this week. 
after a couple hours, I'm sorry, a couple hours after the news broke of the positive test, WWE issued a statement which read simply, WWE will continue COVID-19 testing of its talent production crew and employees in advance of TV productions for the foreseeable future. Honestly, a, a statement they should have issued three months ago. Um, it, it was, yeah, totally. And yeah. Uh, they they should include in there something about, well, if we get too many positives, maybe we'll consider shutting this damn thing down. <laughs> like, you can test all you want, but if you get a bunch of positives, something's going to break. Yeah. So, uh, Wrestling Observer reported that, quote, one WWE talent noted that they were told COVID-19 testing will now take place at every taping. Again, it's something they should have done three months ago. And that, uh, quote, we're expected to isolate and stay in their rooms or homes at this point. One person said that they have been told that they will be tested twice this week. Those in Orlando today were given a two-hour heads-up for a mandatory test. And so last night, we started getting some uh, confirmation on, on who some of the positive tests were. First, uh, Renee Young. Mm -hmm. She tweeted out, Man, what a few days. My show gets canceled and I get COVID. Wear your mask and wash your hands. Stay safe, everyone. And then this morning, as you mentioned earlier, uh, both Adam Pierce. Caleb Braxton tweeted, they also tested positive with Braxton knowing this is the second time mm -hmm. she has tested positive. Yeah. Uh, both PW Insider and PW Torch reporting that talent is growing increasingly frustrated with WWE's lack of communication and transparency with these positive tests. Uh, at one point during things yesterday before WWE issued their statement, Meltzer had a tweet which uh, essentially said there had been no internal statement from management to staff. Communication, tests. communication has never been their strong suit. And no, in this case, the last positive test, seemingly the same thing happened where uh, basically everybody found out, wrestlers, staff, you and me found out at the same time when the news broke. Um, it also seems like WWE and AEW might face a potential difficulty in continuing production uh, of their shows as they have been doing it. So uh, three northeastern states, New York, New Jersey and Connecticut, of course, Connecticut is the, the home of WWE, have issued travel restrictions on those traveling from states with large increases in COVID cases. And that includes Florida, meaning anyone from WWE or AEW traveling from Florida to New York, New Jersey or Connecticut. Where a lot of their would, people live. Yes, especially WWE. That's their, their corporate headquarters are in Stanford. Connecticut, yeah. Uh, yeah, would have to quarantine for two weeks. Uh, and Melser mentioned on last night's Wrestling Observer Radio that AEW was maybe hoping to maybe find a way around that because they have been testing their talents regularly. Yeah. Um, but who knows how successful they'll, they'll, they'll be in that regard? Who knows? Who yeah. Knows? Um, meanwhile, Orange County, of course, that's where Orlando is, has mandated that everyone wear protective masks in public uh, with the sole exception if you're exercising. According to Dave Melter, though, WWE, does, WWE doesn't think that that rule applies to them because they're producing their shows on private par property. These transcripts come to you from WrestleTalk. Quote, WWE told me that the rule where everyone who leaves their house unless they're exercising has to wear masks, they believe, believe as of yesterday for Friday's tapings, they believe that it does not apply to them because they operate in a private facility. That's what I was told. So really... <sighs> Why doesn't WWE just pause production? WWE's EVP of Global Head of Sales and Partnerships, John Brody, gave us a possible glimpse into WWE's rationale behind continuing their programming during a sports hiatus conference call, saying, and these transcripts come to you from Fightful, uh, get this, 
They say this. John Brody says this. The health and safety of our superstars is first and foremost paramount. All right, so that's paramount. Got it. Okay, so keep that in mind. Can you please yes. write that down? It paramount, comes yes. down to leadership in many ways. Our leader, Vince McMahon, believes we have a social responsibility to put fans first. Now, fans are first, Larson. Wait, hold on. For health and safety superstars. Who's first? first Who's on first? Is it fans or is it superstars? Which one is it, Larson? This makes my head hurt. Maybe, maybe this John Brody will explain more. Continue, okay. Please. So we have a social responsibility to put fans first and to help them get a break from what was coming and what we're in the midst of. We have a responsibility, a responsibility, Larson, to take them away for a few hours and give them a smile and a chance to feel something other than what they're watching, which is also important on the news. We leaned in to say we're going to put fans first and do everything we can, working everything, Larson, everything they can, working with state, local, and federal officials to make sure it's safe for our most important resource, the WWE superstars, and we're going to do whatever we can to deliver content for our partners and our fans. We understand the decision other sports made. We wouldn't have made the decision we made if we didn't think we could do it safely for our internal staff and for all those affected. But we felt America needed it oh my gosh. and needed the pick-me-up. Gosh. Uh, oh. So, of mm. course, sort of wasn't mentioned here is that uh, John Moxley pretty much thinks that he had it. He has it. Um, yeah, that was uh, Melster mentioned that on, on radio last night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's well worth a listen. Uh, I was reading a transcript from uh, so, yeah, you sent from, it my way from Trevor Dame on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and it's a it's it's a hell of a read. And I'm sure it's a hell of a listen. Uh, but yeah, the Moxley stuff. Uh, it's he's pretty much out at Fighter Fest. This seems to be probable. Yeah, there's they go they cover a lot, and uh. uh on so many levels, uh, I'm sitting here and I'm I'm pretty incensed with how WWE has been conducting themselves, continuing to conduct themselves uh, as it relates to the pandemic. At least in this case, let's just talk about. I mean, WWE, uh, uh, you know, does things questionably in a lot of regards, but let's stick to the topic at hand. I suppose um, the lack of transparency of the talent. Uh, you have men and women who are traveling from various parts of the country to come to Florida to wrestle for you. And if you don't tell them uh, immediately and before the general public knows or finds out mm -hmm. that uh, they have potentially been put in risk. Yeah. And then maybe taking that risk back home with them. Right. And yeah. potentially infecting other people. Yeah. Like the irresponsibility of that on WB's part is mind boggling. And then you have this guy come out here and try to tell us, oh, our first responsibility he might say, first and foremost, Paramount is health, safety, or superstar. He spends the rest of this damn thing talking about how their first responsibility is to the fans. Me as a fan, their first responsibility should be the people who work for him. Well, also, it's disingenuous. Wrestling is not essential. It's not. It's disingenuous to say we're doing whatever we can to, yeah. to make sure they're safe when it's like they're not. They haven't been. They haven't been testing. And, in fact, the only reason why seemingly uh, AEW uh, you know, has an issue with John Moxley's because WWE didn't do what they should have in the first place. Uh, and Renee Young came down with it. So mm -hmm. they're not doing everything they can. Like nope. that, that statement is disingenuous for in, in, in many different respects. Yes. Um, and it's not shocking that WWE would take that tack because like throughout their entire business history, they've dealt with being disingenuous 
yes. in, in many, many respects. Yes. So this is not shocking at all. And it's not going to shock me when they're not going to shut down because they're not. I mean, I dude, I don't know the idea that, you know, they're not insisting on people wearing masks. I don't understand that. I, I don't like do you have people out there, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the crowd, if you will. Dude, I turn on my local news and like the report, like the people on the street, the reporters on the street, they all have masks on. I know. Uh, like you I can't know. like we barely get a look at the people out there. I mean, this is this is just one of those silly things where it's like they're so far behind. You know, you, on one hand, you have AWJR is tell, literally telling people this isn't a political. Just put on a damn mask. He says that while no one in the crowd at AEW, to be fair, is wearing a mask either. Like no, no one yeah, you're absolutely right. And during, you I'm know? sorry, you're you're absolutely right. And during the lumber lumberjack match, and I didn't mention this in the recap last night. That was actually the first thing on my mind. Like when you see the lumberjack match and you see all these wrestlers up at the thing, and I'm thinking to myself, when uh, 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 Wardlow or Luchasaurus gets thrown out, uh, you know, and they all just sort of gather around each other. I'm thinking, this is a disaster. This is a mess right now. This is an yeah. absolute mess. Yeah. But yeah. at least they're like, you know, doing testing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I it, it's, it wouldn't shock me if they shut down because at this point it's like, God, you just get this. You can't control it at this point. Like, at least if you were doing testing and you didn't have anybody in the crowd, then you might have some measure of control over the situation. If the wrestlers are willing to basically quarantine for the benefit of this, with and, and look, I would understand it if there were wrestlers who didn't have like a family to go back to, maybe, or maybe that family was just completely willing to understand, hey, this might benefit your career. Like I'm just thinking of like, for example, Apollo Cruz, right? Mm-hmm. Young guy, I have no idea. I you know he's got a family. He's got a yeah, he's, he does he's got a family, kid. Yeah. 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 But I would understand it if, hey, we're okay, you go do your thing because it's an opportunity for him to shine given that other people are away, and if he steps up during this time, hey, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and isolate myself and just go to work. But you bring all these people and you bring all these random people and you don't do any testing, and it's like the people who are, who, the wrestlers who were there taking the risk, you're just disrespecting them. You're not even meeting them halfway, you know? It's like, hey, you guys come out here, are you going to test me? No. You're going to bring in a bunch of rando people and they're, and they're not, not telling them that they're there. And not tell them that they're and exactly, and then we're not going to communicate with you. It's a cesspool, man. It's a cesspool. It's terrible. It's It's really terrible. It's awful. And I mean, dude, it's just it's like this is serious business, man. Like Renee Young is standing there with a microphone. With AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan in the ring. With AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. AJ's got kids. Daniel Bryan's got kids, and he's got apparently a compromised immunity uh, immune system. According to his wife. And then you got a bunch of uh, SmackDown superstars circling the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Just put on some classic programming, man. Show us some Raws from like, I don't know. Just start with the first episode. Just keep on going. Yeah, there you go. Did Look, get one person in the, at Stanford in front of a green screen. Get Tom Phillips in front of a green screen to uh, introduce, to host talk about stuff i don't i don't care we'll be fine fans will be fine fine. nobody will miss you vince nobody will miss you nobody cares nope nope nobody cares i'm sure some people care but they don't really matter 
<laughs> like, like I look, I would miss it. I would miss it. But having the peace of mind knowing that I'm not watching people potentially die in front of me, I would feel much better about. Yes. I would feel much better about yes. that. Yes. Um, so, I don't know, man. There, this is this is a massive botch on, oh, on yeah. an epic scale. Oh, yeah. And it seemed like oh, just yeah. a matter of time anyways. You know, and uh, let's, let's, for the sake of discussion, and maybe it's not sound to do this, but PW Insider put the number out there. Let's say it's two dozen positives. So, uh, you know, given the incubation period of this thing, it could be up to two weeks. Um, you know, there could be people. Point is, of that two dozen, there could be further spread potentially. I would be. This, sh- I would be. This it would could be not shocking. be the end of it. It would be shocking if, you, dude. When you look at the, when you look at TV, when you look at the, just who was on camera, right? You just look at who's on camera, mm-hmm. not counting the people in the back. Fifty. Maybe 25 on each side around there. Something like that. Mm, yeah. 25, Seem- 30. Seemingly about that. Yeah. Let's say it's like, <clears throat> I mean, how many people do you think are at the performance center? A hundred. You think there's maybe 40 people Probably backstage, 60 people on camera. Oh, I mean for a taping? Uh, for a taping. I imagine they, they try to keep the, the crew as pretty bare bones as possible. I would think. So what? There's four cameramen or camera, camera people around the ring. Mm-hmm. Generally, is that what it is? Yeah. Eight cam. So four to five camera people, uh, a couple people, in the tech area, Handful of producers. I'd uh, there's probably it's be gotta be around thirty, right? I'd say somewhere between sixty, sixty people, not 60. including people, not including people in the crowd. Sixty people who are working on the show between between sixty and seventy people between uh, uh, talent, uh, on air personnel. Everybody in the building, you're thinking it's like sixty to seventy. 60, that 70. sounds right. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. That sounds not right. including not including the crowd. Oh, I don't know. I'd probably include the crowd in that. To be honest with you. Because there's probably at least twenty some people, twenty to thirty people that that constitute the crowd. Oh, well, that's what I was saying about the crowd. Yeah, I think the crowd is probably around like forty. Oh, it could be. So I mean, all told, it's probably about a hundred people. In the I, I would think, I would think the ballpark in the building would be a hundred. That's a ballpark. Yeah. That's a that's a good ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of people. <laughs> and you're talking about here's the thing. You're talking about a fourth of those. If that number's right, if that number's right. But well, here's be, the thing. Here's the thing. A hundred's got. Listen, a hundred's got to be the upper limit, right? I don't think it'd be over a hundred. It and might be. I'd say it's it's hundred. It's a hundred plus or minus ten. Okay, so even if it's a hundred and ten, if you if if the number two dozen is right, that's a fourth of the people there. Well, hold on. So it's two ten. But that's for any given episode. But if you if you assume that the same production staff is doing, uh all the production on Raw and SmackDown. You got to add in the SmackDown roster in addition to the Raw roster. So what you're really talking is probably close to 140, 150. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that they they had to skeleton down quite a bit when they first started doing this. Yeah, when they first started doing this. And obviously, event, listen, it feels like they look neither quite a bit. Look, we don't is, know for sure. This is a stupid no. conversation to be honest with you because we don't know. We the don't. bottom line is, if it is two dozen, that's a big percentage. Yes. Let's say even if we're, we're even if we're way on the low end, let's say it's like if if it's ten percent, two hundred fifty people. That's, it's ten percent. Yeah. yeah, and you yeah. still have a very good chance of spreading that thing everywhere. Yes, and you have Ric Flair in the building too. Hey, let's play. Let, let's play with more fire. Let's put like the biggest legend in the history of like you know wrestling. <laughs> let's put him in the building too and see what happens. It's a mess. It's a complete disaster. It's, it's, it's completely irresponsible. Shut down for two weeks, for God's sake. Uh, sh- shut down for longer than that, man. Yeah. Shut it all down. 
I don't expect too much from them, dude. No, Anyways. they're not going to shut down at all, and that's and it's 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 disappointing. This might this might force their hand, if because it's it look. I mean, it's going to get unless I don't know. I mean, I it gets know. to the point where they literally cannot put on shows because uh, here's so the thing: they can't test it positive. Then they can't maybe, yeah. continue as is. They can't. No. So like the whole they're not going to have friends and family thing there is one thing. Like that's one thing they can do for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't, that's not, I, I, Vince probably thinks that's the end all be all and it probably won't be, probably won't be. Nope. So nope. anyways, uh, this is a developing story. Uh, I'm yes. sure more stuff is going to happen, uh, because, uh, it's 2020 and we're just in a giant dumpster fire. Thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate it. We'll be back with our NXT review in a bit. Uh, yep. till next time we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.